yeah, I think it's an, a great opportunity to, to help them um, walk together towards commitment, which is actually the subtitle of chapter two of the book, Not Done Yet. <laughs> I love your intros to the book, Jeremy. I was just waiting. I could feel it building. I, I, I pride myself on seamless transitions. You see this vein right here in my forehead? I'm so excited right now. As we're working through the book, Not Done Yet, um, chapter two is entitled Initiating, Walking Together Towards Commitment. It's part of this uh, multi-chapter process uh, that um, Beth, the author, points out. There, you, And Chris got a physical copy, so he can Here's show that off on the, on the video here. Um, as I'm we... There you go. <laughs> geriatric. Such a spectacle. Uh, I'm a geriatric Xer. <laughs> for for the two of you um what stood out to you guys from this chapter as she um begins this process um she has like this multiple step process of connecting uh, young adults into uh, the life of uh vibrant churches um and this first one being initiating was there anything uh nuggets of wisdom uh, there are nuggets of wisdom what are the nuggets of wisdom that stood out to you guys from this chapter I would say, um, you know, the pathways thing. She talks about there's kind of three different pathways where yeah. emerging adults tend to connect with churches. Um, one through the invitation of friends. Um, another way is kind of a combination of they're in crisis, so they're they're open to you know, input. They're open to maybe some faith-based kind of solutions in their lives. You pair that up with a personal invitation or friend, and that's often a way that an emerging adult might connect with the church. And then the third pathway is just someone is going through crisis. It causes them to reach out to look online to figure out, you know, where can I get some help, look for a church nearby. And that's where her emphasis on, I think, websites mm -hmm. and, and making sure that your church website is relevant and helps basically connect it, it's ready to be viewed and seen as helpful by someone in that state um so i mean those three paths i thought that was good and obviously this chapter on initiating is just really encouraging i i think us to you know as the church and especially within a, i think ministry within the church as we're thinking outwardly is to always have this posture of, of welcoming, inviting, uh, you know, the whole idea of always, you know, not every church, I think, could, not every young adult is part of a church where they're going to always feel positive and, and be excited about their church and be a place, but that's definitely one of the characteristics of these bright spot churches, that there's, there's good things going on you know, in the church, ministry, leadership. Um, and so it creates a, an opportunity for uh, initiating conversations with, with young adults about church and faith. And, and I like one of the stories she mentions where she just had, you know, this young adult basically is her method of inviting a friend to church is just like, hey, I get a lot out of this. You know, I go to this church and I always kind of take, I always get something positive and helpful 
just a real practical, you know, way to talk about church, not like, you know, oh, well, if you believe all these, you know, you believe these things or you're ready to totally surrender your life to Christ, then yeah, you can come to church. Um, but just a bunch more welcoming, inviting kind of way to initiate conversations about faith and church and really. I think the online presence, you know, your website, social media, um, and and being intentional about those things, that's that's our digital doorstep. I think that's the for our church communities um, and, a, and a place to connect people um, to each other, not just to the church, but to each other and to what's going on and and um, pointing to where Christ is at, both gathered in community and, and in, in our larger community that the church is a part of. Um, get so stoked when I read things like where we work and where we play is where God has placed us in mission to invite people, you know, to the, the hope of Christ and to think outside the box. Like I, I read stuff like that and go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, how am I doing that? And how is that playing out? And how are we doing that? And is it just about me or are there other people involved? And will this live beyond just one person or, or, or personality? Um, those are all things that I, I found um, very thought-provoking in the chapter, and also the, the, just the invitation to us and challenge as young adult ministry leaders of tackling the tough cultural and social subjects and what that looks like. I, I tend to kind of wait for those questions and things to emerge rather than initiate them, um, because that can go sideways, but sometimes you, you need to initiate it so people feel free that they can talk about pressing issues for them that, that they've been wondering is it okay to talk about this particular subject there. So those are some of the highlights of, of just wisdom that she shared in the initiating chapter. Yeah, I think one of the main takeaways I, I walk away from this chapter with is just the reminder that for so many of us, um, there, there are instances where someone comes to Christ because of a supernatural kind of like one-on-one -on -one experience with Jesus. But for so many of us, it's like Andrew and Peter in the New Testament, like taking his brother by the hand and saying, I found the Messiah. I want to, I want to introduce you to him. And it's, it's through personal invitation. It's through personal relationships. It's not transactional. It's not bait and switch, but it's like real life relationships with those outside of the church culture uh, and intentionally not not being salesmany, but saying like if you truly believe uh, in the good news, like you're gonna want it's it's gonna exude out of you, and you, it it takes intentionality, yes, um, but to just share that with others um, and invite them to participate in that in uh, in ways that are you know sometimes that that don't have a big risk with them, and and other times uh, inviting them into you know service opportunities, things like that. But just a reminder that it's it takes invitation. Um, that's how I. It was someone taking me by the hand and saying, like, let me introduce you to Jesus. Um, that's how many of our stories come about. Uh, and that's, regardless of generation, is true. But especially uh, for those who don't have uh, as much of an interaction or experience with the church as well. It's a good chapter uh, showing some research along with the anecdotal stories uh, to make that point. Yeah. We didn't talk about the nuns, but she talked about the nuns a lot in that chapter. And there's a lot of research and there's people in the Nazarene church that are doing great work, research and teaching around the, the nuns that, that folks can access. But 
I was feeling the transition to chapter three happening here, but I'm going to hear your version, Jeremy. I, I actually um, need to go. No. So I can't talk about chapter three. <sighs> are you doing the guest? Are you doing the guest interview? The live book reading guest interview person? I think that was Chris. I think I got one of those coming up. You do? Yeah. yeah. Do we know who it is? And that's a great segue. Um, stay tuned. More information coming soon. Okay. About our next a platform near you. Fair enough. As we yeah, continue yeah, the conversation. Hopefully within the next week, I'll, I'll nail down a, a kind of a live stream, Facebook live guest um, to discuss some of these things. And, and yeah, I think Jeremy and I both have to uh, duck out of this, wrap things up. So we're going to save chapter three. Uh, for next time is it okay that's fine we're gonna do the outro right now <laughs> so until next time hey fail forward be present be teachable yeah peace peace, peace.